this on Clubhouse, but also on IG too. On IG, I won't see, even though I changed the whole setting with the limitations and all that, that they, they, they this new built-in setting where they, they limit your posts. I changed it, opened it up, but I still won't see like uh, Rima or you. I won't see your posts for like maybe 12 to 24 hours after you post. Very rarely would I see it right away, and I could refresh all day. You know what I mean? But this, uh, this is this is what they do. Targeted this algorithms. Yeah, that's, that's what they do even on TikTok. Like um, a person, can, a white person can go on there and say um, all good things about white people. As soon as a white person say all bad things about black people, they still don't flag them. Now, if we go on there and say all great things about uh, uh, black people and all bad things about white people, they flag us immediately. We cannot, they, don't, they flag all the woke pages. Um, the, the narrative that they're pushing is our heterosexual men, the strong forces of, of, of Mother Nature, our kings, you know, they're, they're making them, um, they're demasculating the men. Then on television, they're putting um, for the white man to be the king and the black woman to be, you know, their little queen or whatever. You see that in commercials all day now, nothing but mixed couples. Now in TV shows, mixed races all the time, like they're pushing this agenda and then they're demasculating our kings or throwing them in prisons. So yes, I'm they're doing that because they can't breed no more. Right. They can't and breed amongst each other, I'm so they want to. They they want they want the black woman's god essence. Facts. So to create a new breed. Right, they're deceiving the masses, and these sheep and coons—they should be the first to fall off the face of the earth. You know, I'm, I'm just—I'm I'm overtired. Like this is ridiculous. Um, um, I'm so grateful to my dad pulling me at an early age in life and schooling me. So I knew if I ever seen a pale skin or he think he gonna try to date this beautiful black melanin queen, um, it wasn't gonna happen the way he thought it was gonna happen. You know, I, I was, I think, I think like how Yorima was saying earlier, like, I, I'm going to do something to you. You're not going to win. Like, it's, it's, it, I don't want to say it, you know, here, but you, you're going to get something done to you. It's not what you think it's going to be. And um, I salute to all my brothers and my kings. And I remember there was a time, you know, when us as people, we, uh, our people, black people, we don't even smile at each other when we're in public. We don't smile at all. We, you know, I, I thought it was a breakthrough, you know, <laughs> as of the past couple of years, but I don't know. I'm seeing all of this dumb, ignorant shit and all this bed winching. And I'm just tired. I'm tired. Look, as so. as of as of, this is a fact. I've been out to. I've been out. There was a there was a poetry venue that I used to go to quite a bit. As a matter of fact, I was one of the first ones to 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 open it to to get it started here in the city. Um, and they've had some events as of late, and um, I've gone back. Um, the last couple of weeks, the one thing that hasn't changed, um, and I've seen this, I used to travel the country performing hip hop poetry and in any room that I've been in, this is anywhere in the country I've been where the rooms are all of our people. If a white boy gets on the mic, 
they will make that bitch sound like Madison Square Garden by the time he gets done. He could spit some of the he could spit some of the wackest shit. Like I saw the cat, and the cat ate the rat after the rat ate the bat. Just some weak ass shit like that, and he'll get all he'll get all the fucking exactly. But but also in those spaces, also in those spaces, what I came to understand. Was that white boy or that white girl at any time was more protected in that space than my black ass? And when you come to that reality, when you come to realize that the majority of the people in the room is your people and that you are the least protected, that you are the least protected in that room. That if it came down to it, this cracker could say nigga out of his mouth. And if you went up to check him, you might have to fight the whole room. Like when you when you think about this type of shit, when you think about this type of shit, I was at it. I was at a thing last yesterday evening. I had to leave. Same thing. Held the door for a sister. She's looking at me because I'm the type if I hold the door and you don't say anything, I'll say you're welcome. Because it's just proper protocol. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. So I'll just say it and I'll say it snobbishly because I didn't fucking have to hold the goddamn door for you. I hold the door. She's looking at me crazy. I'm like, you're welcome. And I keep it moving. Then the white showed up. The look she gave me when I held the door for her wasn't the look that she gave the whites when they came in the building. You know that look she gave them. That inviting, I'm so glad you're here. Thank God you showed up. Yes, let me welcome you with open arms, hugs, and all of that. But I'm the one that held the door for you. The white savior complex. Yeah. And so, D, I feel your pain, family, because we go through it. We go through it. We go through it. And and, and this is not, again, this is, I'm glad you expressed it, family. I'm glad you expressed that because people need to hear that shit, man. Because this is what we go through on a daily basis. And something prolifically that you said when they say that black men ain't shit and then you go out here and see black men that ain't shit and we have to actually fight against that. These are some of the traumas that we've had to deal with. This is some of the shadow work that we've had to deal with. When we talk about daily affirmations, for some of us that shit has to be even more. Because we've been told all of our life. Some of our moms told us that. Come on now. Some of our mothers told us that. Our teachers. Nigga, you ain't shit. You ain't never going to be shit. You ain't going to amount to shit. Nigga, you're stupid. Oh, nigga, you think you smart? When did you get so, when did you get so goddamn smart? So we didn't have to deal with this shit all of our hearing the same thing. So when we can come out and now and say we are God and I stand on that shit, I walk with the confidence that I know people be on the sidelines looking like, what is he confident about? I had to go through the work to get past some of the bullshit that was put on me by black men and black women. I expected from the cracker. 
But the real work that I had to fucking do was the shit that was put on me, the spells that were cast on me by black men and black women. And it hurts so much more when it's a black woman that casts that shit on you. And that's the part that's so hard for me to understand because those of us who experience certain levels of trauma, it's like we've defaulted to the opposite extreme and said, fuck that, I'm not going to live in that. I'm about to embody the best of what I, what I can be and refer to myself as fucking God as opposed to a nigga who ain't shit or a nigga that's trying to be smart, trying to be cool. I used to get shut down at every corner. And, I, and the thing is, I was raised in that same in that environment right there where everything that I did that was great was shut the fuck down. Look, I get a little popular in school. You, you walk around thinking you the big man on campus. Sit your ass down. Like, goddamn, I can't shine. Oh, you, you, what you, you walk around. What you trying to look cool? Fix that goddamn clothes. Turn your head around. Do it like this. And so think about, think about the journey of a motherfucker. And 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 then the thing is, with with the experiences that that most black women claim to have had, they should understand it the most. That when I choose to flip the script on my own life and become the opposite of what I've always been told I was, why the fuck you can't just praise a nigga for trying to be righteous? Even if even if your personal experience has been nothing but some shit. I, every relationship I've been in, I'm single now, so obviously every relationship I've been in has failed. I'm single now. But I'll be goddamned if I ever pull all black women into one category, knowing the different dynamics, how on one extreme, you got fucking, uh, I was about to say Cardi B, but that bitch ain't even black. But, uh, exactly. uh whoever the fuck else, whoever else. <laughs> Megan. You know what I'm saying? The stallion. And, and, and the thing is, yeah, now, I, I don't want to make her the caricature of the whole culture, but I guess I, you know, I guess I'll just default to that. You know what I'm saying? But every gray area in between. And then on the opposite extreme, you got Saharazad Ali. You know what I'm saying? You got motherfucking Asada. You got you got you got some strong ass warrior queens who even in their strength are still soft for a black man. You know what I'm saying? So knowing that both of those extremes exist, how dare I call every black woman a making a stallion? All them bitches dusty. All of them just all of them stick their tongue out, all of them on some ratchet ass bullshit. All black women are this and black women are that. Fuck you if you can fix your mouth to say black men are this. Black men are that. You don't, you know, you don't know me. And just to give and that's, this, that's the bullshit. Because as long as you're thinking that, then the, then, then the, the fucking, um, the chastisement, no matter how loving, from a black man to you, is not something to respect. Because you came into this situation feeling like niggas ain't shit for real. I don't care what facade you put up. I don't care how conscious you think you are. How much you think you can yoni scene and put your little yoni balls in there and all the rest of that shit. If you don't have love for the black man, if you still out here dyking, if you still out here fucking with anything that ain't black, then fuck you and your fake ass divine femininity. Because that's not it. That's not it. If you can't recognize divinity when you see it, then you ain't divine yourself. And, and just to give some just to give some context for the ones who might not have been in the room, um, they had a clubhouse room the other day um, uh, titled uh, White Man Appreciation. One thousand reasons why white men are better for black women. And this is kind of that conversation, what we're talking about. My what I want to say down because um, I don't want to be all over the place and um, I feel safe now that the Dusties are in the gulags. Um, so oh yeah, I closed the room. So it'll- and when she's saying Dusties, 
Don't get that twisted. She's referring to black men. I'll just rewind that for the people that might have missed it. Trustees are in the gulags. Um, so. Oh, yeah. I closed the room. So it will just be us for some time. And then if nobody doesn't have anything to speak, I'll bring you down. I'll open up the rooms again. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> okay. So let me see. Where's my note cards? Um, <laughs> well, um, when I look at the title... Um, white man appreciation, 1,000 reasons why white men are better for black women. Um, well, my response to that and also my story about that is, well, first off, we aren't slaves anymore. Um, love is love. Um, white men love education. Um, my boyfriend and I are both in college. He's an econ major. He's a precious person to me. Mine is a wonderful guy. Um, I can just tell you, ladies, I am so happy that we love white men because they are the most sweetest, wonderful men, caring, loving, patient, honorable, wonderful guys. Um, and, and, and you know what's so sad? Our mothers should have left the, left the black men a long time ago. If they would have left them a long time ago, we wouldn't have all these problems. Yeah, well, as this is the thing, though. I get what you're saying, but let's just focus on, you know, white men appreciation. I just really don't want to hear about... <laughs> Please, like, let's just talk about the white guys, please, y'all. I let's just, just want to give a shout out to my wonderful white father, <laughs> who's who's. Oh, um, I met a nerdy guy. He's really sweet. Um, we're both ambitious and educated. That's exactly the type of guy I wanted, and it's just like there's no turning back because these dusties are dusty. Like they just belong in a coffin. Uh, you, uh, um, now it's it's interesting because that that one that was just speaking Bianca she was in our other room that's the one I had to block out of there let, let me say think. this too um, oh sorry thank you. thank you thank you Bianca who was next in the queue so you guys heard yeah so we deserve us dusties deserve to be in coffins <laughs> so stupid 
I don't even want to acknowledge them. I don't even acknowledge them. I have a son, so they're not going to paint that narrative. I have a little black boy, okay, and he's six years old, and I'm 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 getting I'm trying to protect my son's future and all the other black men out there. So. You know, it's pissing me off. It just makes me want to see one of them bitches and slap the shit out of them. But thank you. Well, well um, so when we talk about accountability, um, that's really what needs to happen. And I was hoping that we could get to that point because um, as much as we want to try to um, as much as we want to try to sway away um, from the physical aspect of warfare, um, the fact of the matter is, is that warfare is psychological, it's emotional, it's, but it's also physical as well. And we can't negate that fact. Uh, there's, there's brothers in the hood right now. Shit. There's brothers in the suburbs right now that, that need the shit smacked out of them. They just do. They're no good to any of us. Um, those sisters, every sister on that panel needed that beat down. They needed that, that drop squad of sisters to pull up on them and beat that motherfucking ass and send them and send them right back, send them right back to that black boy. No, send them right back to that white boy fucked off completely. This is, you want the white boy so bad. This is how we're going to send you to him and know that you can't come back over here. So there's, there is the physical aspect of that, too. There are some people that are going to get it because they're going to get shit on in the process and they're going to realize, oh, shit. Yeah, I thought it was sweet, but it's not sweet because they're going to show their real colors. But when we have just this total, this total uh, 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 disrespect for black men and when black men totally disrespect black women. Um, there literally needs to be punishments for those. Literally. That's the other part of the equation. We don't really like talking about that. But um, those things need to be discussed as well. They took our black men out of our homes. They, they, they did this by saying, oh, you won't get this welfare if you have a man in the house. And then there's then they stop it after that after that little period of time because black people were having so many kids because if you if you have kids if you have kids um sorry sis if you have kids um oh I forgot what I was gonna say I got interrupted but I'm sorry but they just taken our men out of our home oh yeah so if you had we were having lots and lots of children black people we were having so many kids okay then they stopped it when they saw that we was procreating and the latinos didn't stop they said fuck that i'm gonna keep having these babies but black people we stopped we started having one and two kids we didn't we didn't we didn't um we didn't continue to pro procreate because we wanted to not me but most black people wanted to still be uh controlled by the government i'm assuming like they wanted those handouts so that that's my that's my opinion, you know. Like but, but that's just they, one piece to it, sister. You yeah, know, they, they also. So you know, yeah, it, it was that among other things. Like we gotta count the mass incarceration and the crack and things like that too. Like we have to because all of that has helped to keep our population down. Because you're right, we was. I mean, my great granddaddy had yeah, 20 kids. You know, 
Well, we have to. We, we, we have to well, we have to put it into context, too. So when we talk about the welfare system and them kicking the man out of the home. Um, so keep in mind. So the welfare system started with white folks, first and foremost. The system started with them. The only difference was is they actually got a check. They got money. When black folks started complaining and saying, yo, we deserve welfare, too. And the welfare system started with the military branch of white of white people coming home from war and not being not having the right the right financial status to jobs and all of that. So they started screaming for welfare. The government was writing them checks when black people started screaming, hey, you're giving them welfare. We need welfare, too. Then they wanted to give out the government cheese and all of that. But when you look at the system, when you look, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that, that's just look it up. So when you look at the system of how this started and then compare it to today, what's the difference? If they're threat, and, and this is what I've been saying, our dependence on the system is our enslavement. And what did they do? They put the black woman in a position. You have a choice. Feed your children or starve. You will get nothing from us if you choose to keep the man in the house. They're doing the same thing today. The playbook, they don't change. The Europeans don't change their playbook because we can't read the play for some reason. So they use the same play. What are they doing now? Take the vac or lose your job. So it's the same thing. If it comes down to eating and I've said this, remember I said this. Remember, I said this. There's a fine line between sanity and insanity. And that fine line is if somebody is hungry or not. If they have a food shortage in this country, people are going to find out they're going to have you're going to have some unsavory characters showing up at your door. Some of them are going to knock. Some of them aren't, especially if they think you got it up in there. There's a fine line between sanity and insanity. So. You know, they're using the same ploy today. Do this or you lose this. So with 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 what we just heard, we know that this is not we know that this is not all black women. I, I wanted to play that and I wanted to do this stream because it's important for us to know who our enemies are. It's very important. Anytime I see a anytime I see a sister with a white boy, anytime I see a brother with a white woman, that's my enemy off top. I don't have to question it. I don't have to think about it. If you hugged up with this white woman, you're my enemy because I know what it's going to come down to in times of war. And we are in warfare right now. And I'm not going to look at it any different. I'm not going to ask you. I don't have fucking time to even talk about it. We don't have time at this point to conversate. All that, let's sit down at the table and dialogue. I'm sorry, I don't have that fucking kind of time. I'm in war. In war? What are you talking about? What is there to talk about in war? The, the battle lines have been drawn. It's the black man and black woman against the world, and you're already showing that you have chosen a side, and it's not with us. And that's how this shit goes. And when I say it's the black man and black woman against the old, the whole earth, that's exactly what the fuck I mean. The Asians ain't our friends. The Arabs ain't our friends. The Indians ain't our friend. The fucking five dollar natives ain't our friends. The Europeans who act black, who drive through the community with the booming system in their hoopties, they're not our fucking friends. 
the white girl who grew up around some brothers and some sisters in the hood and she thinks she's black and she got the fucking ass implants and her shit is just cellulite. It's going to drop when she gets a certain age. She's not our friend. Sorry. Yeah, I know it's a sad reality check, but these motherfuckers, the fake Jews, they ain't our friends, man. It's us against the whole earth because the whole earth, everybody on this bitch has been trying to fuck us off because they know our power. And so anybody who doesn't have that allegiance and that alliance with this community, they are an automatic enemy. That's just what it is. We ain't got time to talk. I ain't got time to talk. I see you for who you are. What's there to talk about? You're sleeping with the enemy. Bedroom talk is real. You're going to go back and give information. Shit, if I'm sleeping with my woman, I am. We're going to have bedroom talk. What the fuck am I sleeping with you for then if we ain't talking? What the fuck am I sleeping with you for then if we, you ain't my best friend where I can share information with you? So we're going to have bedroom talk. So that white boy you laid up with or that white woman, you know, you're doing the same shit. I can't trust you. And I know you don't have a strategic plan because half of y'all is fucking with fucking poor white trash. So I know you ain't got a strategic plan. We're in war, family. And that's it. You have to know who your enemy is. Bianca, that bitch is my enemy. She can't tell me nothing. I don't even need to hear from her ever in life. Ever. You're sleeping with a motherfucker who takes a bath three times a week. You think I would listen to you? You think I'm going to lose to you? And you're sleeping with a motherfucker who's taking a bath three times a week? Who don't even use washcloth? Fucking Serena. Serena had to show her husband, her white boy husband, how to use a washcloth. He didn't use washcloths. And you're wondering why your father, Richard, you're wondering why Richard didn't come to your fucking wedding? Bitch, really? <laughs> she want to make her friends light skin and one of the photos she had with her husband. Like, stop it. These people need to stop it. Go ahead, Dre. Girl, last year that got that got called out on TikTok when she got found out for having a white dude that basically admitted that he liked her because of fetishes. Y'all remember that? Yes. Yes. The thing that you know, it's the psychological thing people need to put push forth in that sense of the fetish because I think if we really break down the nitty gritty of that and throw that as a you know what I'm saying. As a as a, a a real token of what they need to look at and how that fetishizes and stuff like that because even that girl Bianca you could tell she's sick in the head. It, it, the craziest thing is you know it's like to the complex that we got in Jamaica where people start you know bleaching them skin. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah, that's mommy. even worse. You bleaching your mind. You feel me? So it's like you mm. know this it's, it comes to a fact. It comes to a point where the whitewashing has gone so far. That the people them, you know, they, like they envision themselves. Like it's almost to a point. I was watching um the show Lovecraft um Chronicles or something or another, and they got this potion in there where the black girl could turn herself white. You see what I'm saying? So it's crazy because this is the stuff that they're pushing in in TV and 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 in shows and different stuff like that. And it's interesting to see how I saw the that. commercials. The different stuff that they have. You know, Yorima, you already know how we be talking about this, Dave. You know what I'm saying? Dwayne, all y'all up here, I respect each and every one up here. My sisters and that's up here. You feel me? 
you already know the vibes, man. You know, it's it's not like at the end of the day, we just gotta push forth and start in, in making people notice to the to down to level of the psychology because it's embedded so deep. That's why it's hard to root out because people not really getting to the gist of it. They just keep brushing over the you know the layers and it's, you gotta get down to the psychological behavior of it, and that comes from the you know the fetishes and stuff like that, and that goes way back. You feel me? Because Tyree now she got this thing called butt breaking. Now I haven't got to see it, but one of my friends told me it's trash. But in the same sense, it's you. We know where butt breaking comes from. You see what I'm saying? And these terms, like in in the Caribbean, we still don't deal with boogerism. You see what I'm saying? Which is you know two men getting together. That shit is still illegal to a sense. But you know it's like. On a sense of where they're pushing this whole idea of where the, the, the white man's supposed to get with a black man, I mean, get with a black, black woman and how she's doing that. And then you got these these clubhouses where, where they actually now create off little sex where basically now it's like a dating app where they could, you know, get on here and, and just bash black men and black women, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and like you say, they had a cash app and anything. And I don't got my cash app in my profile for that, but that's crazy. That's what they doing. But it's it's it shows you on how it's a it's a pay to play thing now. So now they're using this clubhouse like you were saying, Yorima, back to when they first started it, how they was trying to monetize. You see what I'm saying? Now they monetizing it on some OnlyFans type level, you know what I'm saying? To to make sure that they get their voice out. And like you say, they having these dudes that, that be watching the anime and all type of foolishness. So what kind of mindset is that that they're trying to push for other black girls, you know what I'm saying, to get along with? Because it's the go along, get along thing like Kwame Brown said. And well, that's been said for so long, but it's like, yo, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? They white zaddy. And they, they want, what's, what's the word for the white woman? Because if they got the zaddy, is the this woman? What the fuck is going on? It's like, yo, it's really, it's pandemonium with all this artificial intelligence shit. That's why we see some, you know, people wanting to fake this and that because that's what they've been pushing. You feel me? It's yeah, they, from, from the get go. Yeah, they, they, they've been, they've been pushing, right. but the one thing that, the one thing, so it's a, it's a dual measure uh, for me personally. Um, one, um, as much as I don't like it, because I know I know what it entails. The other part is is that it's also good that we know who our enemies are. It's always great when our enemies reveal themselves. Um, I want people to continue saying, "Yes, I got vaxxed. I'm fully vaxxed," because I need to know who they are so I know to stay the fuck away from them. Uh, so that's the good part. The part that I don't like is seeing what could be. The black woman actually being able to, and, and not all black women, but these few black women that choose to uh, uh, mess around in that particular realm, I see what they could be, but I see where they're going to go. And it's just, it's in the opposite direction. Um, and then to know that they are going to take others with them and to know that the only reason that this motherfucker is using her, this crab called the Caucasian is using her is one for fetish, but also because they recognize genetic annihilation and their white women are having babies. So they're using that black woman as an incubator to have that child because they know, understand genetic annihilation and they're trying to keep their species going alive. So when you start talking about the sun, when you start talking about the sun killing them and when you start talking about, um, um, 
the white woman not being able to have babies because their seed is really not strong enough. Um, when you talk about these things, these are the karmas that were already prophesized to come upon them. And so for the black woman to be, or these few black women to be as astute and, and claiming to be as smart as they are, they're only smart on paper from a collegiate aspect because they haven't studied prophecy because if they study prophecy, then they would know that this devil was using them as an incubator to have his baby. And, and, and so, you know, we have to we have to let them go. We have to recognize the enemy for who it is. That's the whole purpose for me doing this stream is to recognize, yo, show you who the enemy is. And it's not just the women on this on this on this clip. There's more like them. There's more like them. So when you see them. When you see that black woman in public who has that doubt, I don't even waste time with them no more. I don't have time to. When you see that black woman and you open the door for her and she's looking at you with skepticism and I see her turn around to a white man and give him a smile, she automatically becomes my enemy. I don't, I don't, I don't even have time to discuss that conversation, nor does she. Because she's already chosen her side. She's already shown you who she feels more comfortable with. So let it be, because when the war jumps off, I'm going to remember your face and I'm going to remember who you smiled at and who you scowled at. That's how serious the war is. And if we get some wrong along the way, guess what? You should have let us know who the fuck you were, because in war, we don't really have time to talk about it and discuss it and try to figure this shit out at this point. And that's just that's where I'm at with it. We don't have time. So we have to recognize and we have to be able to read shit quickly it has to be read quickly. Energy has to be dissected quickly because we're at a point where you could literally live or die based on you misreading or reading correctly the energy, the vibe. And higher vibrational beings at the end of the day, we're going to elevate so high that they're not even going to hold rank with us anyway. They're not even going to want to be within our cipher, within our circumference. Why? Because the ancestral body is not going to allow it. The ancestral body is going to allow people to fall away from you who aren't supposed to be within your immediate cipher anyway. People are going to fall off. That's why some of you already are feeling it now. You got family members falling off because they're not supposed to be within your immediate cipher anyway. You're elevating high and all they're going to do is be a fucking distraction to you at this point. And because the, the universe needs you to keep that elevation going, they're going to start put moving people out of your way. So we're not going to worry about have to worry about these type of bed winches anyway. We're not going to have to worry about those type of bed bucks anyway. Because they're going to be ciphering at such a low level, low vibrational level, and they're going to continue to be somebody's fetish. We ain't worried about fetishes. We gods and goddesses. So we don't got time to worry about somebody else's fetish. But for our young people who listen, for the young people who get on my feed, you got to know who your enemy is. And you got to know it's us against the fucking world, literally. That's just what it is. And once you can once you can recognize that, once you can recognize that it's us against the world. And then once you can recognize that we are the majority in the world. 
then you will also be able to recognize, may the odds forever be in our favor. We will not lose. No matter what a few bedwinches say about us, about our dusty asses, <laughs> we won't lose because we haven't yet. She can lay up with Zaddy all she wants. I don't even like that name because Tariq came up with that shit. She can lay up with this with this slave owner all she wants because that's all he is, is a slave owner to her. He's not an owner to us. But at the end of the day, we won't lose. Because if we were going to lose, you wouldn't be so desperately trying to cling to him. He can't get rid of us. And that's what her dusty ass is going to find out. And that's what she knows deep down in her inside. But she's got such a hatred for us that she's just hoping that it'll that he'll be able to end us. But he can't. He's not strong enough. And he hasn't been strong enough, even with all the ones that he slaughtered and killed. We still multiply. We're here and we're not going anywhere. But we recognize our enemies. You all. Yeah, you're going to have a hell of a trip. Unfortunately, you've chosen your sides and that's fine. I wish you well on your journey. say quickly you would think they would learn from a lot of incidents like with white of okay of white men um of white men um killing black women like recently this white guy this white guy um murdered his girlfriend she was all out this my white man i don't know if y'all remember that it was trending online so you yeah know, there's been a few of those I, cases which one yeah, are you which one are you talking about uh, yeah, exactly. Which one? And when are they going to understand or overstand? Like, they don't like us. Their number one job is to destroy us. Period. That's their job. So I'm going to kill them before they kill me. And I'm going to protect my seed. You know, um, if that was to ever, any, any cop or white man was to ever slaughter my seed, just know I'm coming after him his wife and his kids i need to i need to, to seek vengeance and protection for my child period yeah i'm ice grilling crackers just for looking at my kids direction and that's that's my real life fucking energy like i i, I be i be in crackers faces like what's up the fuck is you looking over here for mm -hmm. and, I, and I, I i like i really feel like, like we should not allow any space for them to be comfortable whatsoever, whether they by themselves with a black woman, with a cracker bitch, whoever the fuck they with. They shouldn't be comfortable out here. They used to tie a horse to one arm and one leg of a black man, another horse to the other one, and make the horses run in opposite directions to rip our bodies in half in front of the women and children so that they knew to put their faith in them and not us. Yeah. How dare we just walk, watch them walk past with our fucking women, yo? Hmm. I'm giving them all the fucking energy, all that smoke. Fuck y'all, man. Mm. And like, like I, I really feel a way. Like, I, I really feel a fucking way, man. Like, this shit really hit a fucking nerve for me because, like, I, like I, I, I hear that shit. What them women said in that video, I hear that shit just echoing out in the fucking, just out in the world. I just hear that shit echoing in my ears when I'm moving throughout the world. And I feel that shit, man. That shit is crazy to me, yo. That's crazy. Like, like, like you, like you really dusty, bitch. What? 
When these motherfuckers, yo, like, do you, like, look at these aki ass crackers. Like, look at these weird motherfuckers, yo. These bitches are scared at every corner. Like, look at these sweaty fucking, just look at these fucking bridge trolls. Look at them, yo. Look at them. The, the, the genetic recession just seeps out, seeps out their pores. You see that shit in them. Facts. It's all in their eyes. Like, these bitches are scared, man. They pussy. Facts. Ain't no way in there ain't no way in fucking hell you finna try to implant a thought in my mind as a black man that there's any cell in my body that's inferior to any cracker walking around here. I don't give a fuck what they got. I don't give a fuck how much money they got, how much power they got. I don't give a fuck. And we dare wrong for letting them bitches fling, bro, after all the shit they put us through. How dare we let them bitches walk around these neighborhoods, gentrify our fucking neighborhoods, and we not busting off in the air every fucking couple days. Mm. We not we not bu- busting in their fucking houses, breaking in their houses just to fuck they shit up and let them know they're not welcome. We not taking a shit on their fuck. I mean that's some old demonic ass cracker shit, not that, but just yeah, in so many ways taking a shit on their fucking front lawn. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to be fucking their shit over at every turn. And the sad thing about it is that there's small pockets of us everywhere that feel the exact same way. And because it's just a small pocket, we isolated to individuals. In, in these in these neighborhoods and shit. If I go across the street, I don't and think it's go outside his head. Let, let him let him finish. Let him nah, finish. It is. Let it him is finish. Small I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why it's small pockets. Because if I walk outside my door right now and I smack this white boy that just moved in across the street and I smack the shit out of him, it's not a whole lot of brothers that would see that shit and join in the fight. Niggas are trying to back me off of that white boy. Facts. They might not beef with me about it. They might be like, oh, that was crazy. You smacked that white dude. But niggas is not finna follow suit. That's what I mean by small pockets. I'm talking about the few people in your city that think the way that you do. Not just kind of sort of Black Lives Matter a little bit, but I can still kind of tolerate a cracker here. I'm talking about real hard body, God body, fucking warriors who don't play that shit, who not about to smile in the cracker's face just because he walking past and put the little fake frown and put his head down. You know what they do when they do that shit? When they walk past you and they dip their head down? They putting you in your fucking place, nigga. Hmm. When, when a cracker walk past you, you see what we do when we see each other? We, we lift our head up. Like, what's up, bro? Keep your head up, nigga. Yep. Put your chin up, God. That's what we do when we see each other. When them crackers see us, they dip their head down to tell you to put your head down. And it's automatic for them. They don't even have to think about that shit. That's fucking, that's, that's the shit that these crackers walk in that they might not even be conscious of. Mm-hmm. And just for that, whether conscious or not, I should slap the shit out you for that. Dipping your head down at me, bitch. I know what you're thinking. Mm. <laughs> Even if you're not thinking that shit, I'ma still smack the shit out you off GP. Mm. Just because I couldn't exist without the fucking pressure of a cracker breathing over my fucking neck, watching my every move. If I looked at a white woman, then yeah. I'm getting fucking drunk, drunk up and down the fucking city on the back of a fucking truck with my face like on some Emmett Till shit, just for looking at a fucking white woman. Just because there was a rumor of a white woman. They use they use that nigga as as a fucking as as the scapegoat for all of what they did in Greenwood. Yep. Cause he was on the elevator with that bitch. And I watched a few documentaries since then. You know what I'm saying? Just just because we were out there on the grounds. And I just wanted to watch the documentary and say, oh, I was right there, I was right there. But I watched this shit, man. 
these like, all these documentaries. That's why I'm so glad that we had Brother Terry to give us that tool because this nigga telling us what what the word is on the ground in real life. Because on these documentaries, these motherfuckers will have you believe in anything. Yeah, well, there's no real solid understanding of what happened on that elevator, but something happened. Something must have happened. On, I don't give a fuck what happened on that elevator. I don't give a fuck. He probably got on the elevator and was like, what you looking at, crack a bitch? Mm-hmm. And she probably started screaming on some, ah, help me! I don't give a fuck what happened on the elevator, yo. But that goes to show you what the fuck we're not doing. They tore down a whole fucking mile plus ten blocks in every direction just because of that one incident, supposedly. But these crackers is walking up and down all day long. Oh, grabbing black women's asses right in front of you as a black man look, look right in the fucking eye and, and, and dip his head down and then grab your woman's ass right in front of your motherfucking ass and we ain't burnt shit yet hmm god damn wow niggas don't want niggas do not want and this is how I feel like this is really how I feel when dad when uh, uh when, when uh the last poet said Niggas are scared of revolution. Yeah. If revolution to you don't him. look like the same shit that they did to us, if mm. it don't, yeah, get scared. Or, or, or I think Baba Abigail Doom said that. But either way, either fucking way, man, like if, if you think that revolution consists of anything other than what they did to us on the reverse, then we'll never see it. We'll never fucking see it. Because until that happens, ain't shit finna change. They skipping through your neighborhood right now. And, and, and guess what the fucking realtor is telling them? Guess what property management and guess what the city is telling them? Yeah, it's a little rough now, but give it about five, ten years, this whole neighborhood will be completely different. And that's why they're comfortable in your neighborhood. That's why they're comfortable. And guess what? The little hood, the little hood joint that was right up the street, the little bad little round the way chick with the big bamboo gold door knockers on her fucking ears. Guess what? She looking out her window across the street like, ooh, look at little white boy look across the street. Ooh, he got a little rhythm too. Ooh. Yep. Fuck these dusty niggas, girl. I'm about to go across the street. Fuck these dusty ass dusty. Mm. Fuck you. Go ahead and go over there and get whatever the fuck comes to you. And like the brother Well said, like the brother Well said, as soon as they done with you, they gonna spit you the fuck back out. And I'm gonna step right over you and spit on your motherfucking dog ass. Hmm. Yeah, that's real. That's, that's the shit. That's the shit right Ooh. there. Because because unless my my bad cut you off, God. I just want to say this last statement. No, go ahead, go. go. Because 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 what they used to do to us is make us what, what they're doing to us is making us unavailable for our women. They're they're, they're fucking us over uh, uh, physically. They're taking our freedom. They fucking you know what I mean. They they attacking us economically. They're attacking us psychologically. They fucking up our fucking self esteem and all the rest of that shit to make us, in so many ways, unavailable to our women. So what we need to do is make them physically unavailable by chopping them bitches off in the knee. Ain't no white boys out here because we fucking murked them all. So either drink this crack of blood out the street or mm. sit your ass down and sit your fucking ass down and wait for a real black guy to come and scoop you up who actually thinks you're worth healing. Because I'm not doing it. I'm not healing no fucking coon ass broad. Mm. I don't give a fuck, and I understand like like the sister. This is no disrespect to any sister that got some fucked up shit in their history, because I got some fucked up shit with mine. But I've been in situations where I can read through a sister, and I just happen to ask, just because of what I read. You might be pro black, but I just ask you. Just I got a little inkling. You slept with a white man before? 
You ever fucked with a white man before? Mm. I mean, my ex was was white, but I don't, you know, your ex, like, what? what? Mm. So this, this this is the type of shit I'm on. The type of time I'm on, man, is just as just as unavailable as they make us. What we need to be doing. Not if, I'm, not, I'm not even finna chastise the women for being fucking bad wenches. You you got that. You got that. Pop all your little shit, because I'm sure you had some fucked up experiences. But when you walk outside looking for a white man. And all you see is a fucking uh, a white head rolling down the fucking street, and that's your only opportunity. Is this dead ass cracker body you have to dig up if that's what you want to fuck on? That's the only that's the only way you'll have access to him. Why? Because the gods slaughtered them bitches. Mm. That's the type of time that we need to be on. Fuck that. Fuck fuck the women. Fuck focusing on the black women who's too traumatized to see it. But we need to go out here and be about this action so that when they really see the war, it's going to be from the perspective of, damn, why is all these black men going ham murdering all these fucking white people? What happened? Now you see it's a fucking war. And you can catch on as late as you need to, but the shit will commence with or without you. Hmm. Love you, God. Love you, God. Love you, God. Yeah. Do y'all remember? Love you, do love you, love y'all. Do y'all remember Harlem Nights when they had the black sister that slept with the police guard so the brothers them could get off the situation? This is not yeah, what's going yeah. on now. You feel me? They don't. They don't psychologically embedded the, the side to actually think like 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 Yorima said. Drop a little, a little pill in they pack, you see what I'm saying? So that now the birth rate is down, that these, that these motherfuckers could live on in a sense, you feel me? Because they doing it through AI and different stuff like that. So they trying to prolong their time here, you see what I'm saying? And it's, it, like, like you said, D, you feel me? It, it's, it, 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 it's, man, go back to the Haitian Revolution, man. You see what I'm saying? When, when when the brothers then told them, like, all them crackers have to basically get up out of there, they have 24 hours, and even if they dog was still there, that motherfucker was going to get slaughtered, that's the shit that got to happen, but the people, them, the people them is not in the mindset, because we got too many beta motherfuckers out here, bro, you feel me? It's a lot of motherfuckers out here that's, like you say, tainted from the bullshit, you know, and they got that fear in them because of the shit that they're consuming. You feel me? And it's psychologically bombarding them. And they like they, they feel like they have no hope. And that's how they... Respect to them. But them motherfuckers is troubled, really, bro. For them to really think like that and call brothers dusty and shit like that. And she has a brother... Her father, you know, she might not deal with her father, but she has a brother. She has somebody black. You see what I'm saying? So-called black. That is in her family of circumference that she loves. But then she's going to associate that dusty shit with them. That's the psychological trauma that people have been going through for so long. And like I say, uh, exactly, my brother. You feel me? And, and then it's going to say that. But this is the things like, like Yorima said. You, we've heard 
Females still they son that they not gonna be shit. I've been told this from other family members. I won't be yeah. shit. I know other brothers on here have been told that from sisters that look like them that you're not gonna be shit. But they will tell a white man that he's gonna be great and say he's cute and all this bullshit, you feel me? This is the psychological trauma that we go through in different ways. And it's been bombarding us for so long, yo. You feel me? And it's, it's crazy because to a sense, I've been looking up this thing called the basal ganglia. It's basically the way they've been able to um, break down, map out cognitive functions. So now they know the fight or flight mechanism. And we've been knowing they've been doing this in food, putting certain things in your food to make you docile. You see what I'm saying? Because basically what they want you to do now, they don't want you to react. You see what I'm we already were reactionary, and in a sense, when they see we react, they see what can happen. Even though their shit is chaos method, you see what I'm saying? Chaos magic, they deal with that. But some of the reactions, they don't really predict some of this shit, because they, um, Jade Hell Machines and all the shit that they, some of that shit can't really spit out some of the shit that niggas be doing, because we off kill. You feel me? They ain't, you can't really read us. Facts, bro. You feel me? Facts, man. So, this is the thing. That they gotta keep coming up with other shit, and it's so many things that they got layered into the way that they got us psychologically fucked up to look at our people and look at ourselves when we even look in the mirror. You feel me? Not me or nobody that's on yet that doesn't like themselves. You feel me? They may have some things that's not perfect, but they they hate themselves for that. You feel me? They hate themselves for their nose. They hate themselves for their big ears. It's simple things. You see what I'm saying? And it's the psychological things that society been doing for so long. And it's even worse how they put it with the black and white now with the race. And now we over here, you know, chasing down the master again. You feel me? The thing is, we know that society doesn't make you, doesn't really force you to do anything no more. Because we pushed you to make you want to do this shit yourself. So that's why when you have... A Bianca will jump in a room like ours, you feel me? Take some of our art notes and things like that and go back in a room like that and lock us out of it and telling them motherfuckers this shit and getting paid for it. So this shit is crazy how they're flipping this, you see what I'm saying? And they're pitting us against each other. If we gotta remember this is the same whole shit that's been going on, you feel me? From slavery. Put the blacks and put the all against the it's, it's the um the way live syndrome. Even though some say it's not a true it nigga that shit. If it's not real, what what you call what's going on right now? You feel me? If, right, if we got the Willie Lynches, we call her Willie Emma or 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 a final a female. You see what I'm saying? But this even me trying to find a word to put on that is some petty shit because at the end of the day that shit it exists. It shouldn't exist. It shouldn't exist. And I don't see it existing in the future. And this is the thing that how we got to think, even though it's like some kind of mundane way of thinking and, you know, childish way of thinking, but we got to get to that youthful aspect of ourselves. If we can't even channel like, yo, I don't see that shit happening in my future, in my in my kids' future, in none of my family or friends that I love, in my circle. You feel me? I don't see that shit happening. Because we know their time is up, yo, and they keep trying to prolong this shit. But I don't want to keep making it sound like... Because at the end of the day, really and truly, it's, it's the embeddedness of the psychology, bro. If we get back to that, it's the layers that they peel. 
Once we get back to the root of the situation, I how they embedded us and I'm not, everybody's over here programmed with some bullshit, running with some malware malware in their programming. They they have hackers hack the gas shit and all this stuff that's been niggas' minds has been hacked. You feel me? Literally. Making them function like whatever it is. You remember the um the Matrix? They got so many agents missing female agent smiths out here so we gotta just be cautious and mindful and like in a closed room like this these come these conversations could be held but we don't even know some of the people that's in here listening you see what i'm saying oh no i'm not trying to cast shade on nobody that's in here but the, like bianca was in here listening and then jumped over right you said right Yorima? yeah she was uh yeah she was uh well she was in here listening until i blocked her out <laughs> yeah so Hey, Dre, but... No, so, so, I feel you. Um, there's no way to... So, this this is social media, though. The, um, so, fortunately, on, on the clubhouse side, I can... We can create a room um, like this and where we can lock it. Uh, but on here... You know, the the level of difficulty in keeping agents out is almost impossible. I'm over here blocking people on Facebook right now while you're talking because agents are entering the room. The thing is, how we vet is we meet. See, we meet up. Um, D, Wealth, Julian, we've all met. Um, there's a few down in the audience where we meet. So that's how we vet. We're going to deal in that energy. So... Trying to deal with it from this realm, I do, this is a, this is an avenue that I strictly use to disseminate information, knowing that there are going to be agents, there's going to be bed bucks, there's going to be fucking bed winches on here, there's going to be sellouts, there's going to be vaccinated people on my page. I know all of them is going to be here, all of them. But that energy tells a different story when we meet in person. And I'm looking at the eyes. The eyes is the gateway to the soul. And a lot of times people don't aren't going to make that move if they on some bullshit. A lot of times they're just not going to make that move. And I'm highly intuitive. I'm an empath for real. And so I'm going to feel certain shit. I just am. And then I'm going to go back and take it to the ancestors and make an assessment. So this is just a tool to disseminate information. There's levels to this. Exactly what you're saying, brother. I know exactly what you're saying. Like, like you say, this we can't really police stuff on here. 
You see what I'm saying? We only could take from like what you're saying. You could find that individuals are doing this weird stuff on here. And what we could try to, what we're going to do is combat it. Find the combative things to combat it and take it down. You see what I'm saying? Neutralize it, if anything. Not what? even combat it, because we don't really want to go, we want to neutralize it. Because at the end of the day, they're not, they're not even the problem. You see what I'm saying? They're, they will be the problem if we let it go on. That's why we got neutralized. Facts. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, we have enough genius... And, and, and here's, here's what the reality is. This is how we know there's only a few people. There's only a few. When we talk about war, when we talk about people getting on code, it's only a few. That's why we call them the 85%, the deaf, dumb, and blind. And we are the 5%, the poor, righteous teachers, 5%. That's a small number compared to the 85 And so if we were on code as a people, we would go create our own clubhouse. We spend $1.7 trillion per year with these devils. We could easily create our own clubhouse and block all of them out. I know a brother right now, New Media, NU Media. He's got his own app. Like I got my own app. The only difference is, is that his live stream works better. He's the one that created mine. We could go over there, but he says, you know what, you're in my, I'm charging for my app. He says, so, so therefore I'm going to keep my numbers small because I know niggas don't want to pay. They want it for free. They want things like Facebook and IG where it's free, but they don't already know that they on the plate for advertisers. They making money off of them because black people, anytime we think we getting something for free, we actually on the plate to get eaten. So he charged for his app. I'm not mad at him. And he said, I'm going to keep my followings, my people small because I already know black people don't want to pay but his app works perfect. I go live on it quite often. So we have things, but it's what are we willing to do? What are we willing to put in? What are we willing to do as a group of people? I'm working on the land project. Why? Because the feeling that we just had this last week in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we could be feeling like that every day where you don't have to leave. You want to be around people? You want to be in close proximity to like-minded people? You want to have that feeling of high energy every day where these are people that you know you can trust? Where it's safe to bring your children out and know that they're not going to be corrupted? We can have that community. But what money are people going to put behind that shit? I'm trying to make it happen. And see, I'm the type when people don't get on board, I'll just move out and I'll find a way. I've always been like that. I'm not going to wait because we're in war. We don't have time to wait. So we could have that feeling every day of being in close proximity with like-minded people and having this discussion face-to-face. -face. We could be at a round table or we could be at a goddamn campfire every day, burning sage, doing ritual work and having these discussions and, and, and building. But what are, what are, what are we going to put behind it? That's where we at. So, I mean, you know, it's all in what people, it's all in what people are willing to, the work that we, that people are willing to put, be, it's all in the work that people are willing to put behind it. We can talk all day. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to build a community, bro. We need $500,000 to get land. 
We could put puck temps on that motherfucking land. At least it would be ours. You could put military tents on that land that are weather resistant until we get the building structures, but at least it would be ours. We don't have shit, man. Except a bunch of, except a, we don't have nothing except a bunch of people around the country who's talking about what white folks have done to us. Yeah, we know what they've done. We got to make sure the shit don't happen again. We know what the fuck they've done. It's obvious what they've done. Look at the fucking trauma we're dealing with. Look at the blood spills we got to clean up every day. Look at the bed winches and bed bucks. They didn't fucking give it up. They've said, fuck it. If I can't beat them, I'm joining them. I'm going to sleep with them. They're going to fucking put dye on their skin, try to turn their skin white and everything. They want the they want the little Kim look. All of that. They're going to do all of that and sell. They, yep, I'm going to sell. Yep, they're going to sell their souls and all of that. $100, give it here. Let me shoot that shit in my arm. I'm going to die anyway. We're trying to get away from them niggas, man. Or at least get in a fortified position, at least get in a fortified state so that when it's time to buck, we can go at them niggas with an army. Get them right the fuck out the way. Go ahead, D. I was uh, I actually forgot what I was just about to say. I was about to respond to something that you that you said a minute ago. But um, yeah, that that's just that just needs to be the energy across the board, man. And I feel like you know more than anything, our focus needs to be on educating ourselves on how to move autonomously once we do separate from the shit that's happened. Once we once we develop this community, and again, this is back to like what we were talking about um, with the power of our group meditation and stuff like that. It's literally envisioning yourself in that environment and what you need to and want to and would do and will do when you're there as if it's happening now. And so we need to be educating ourselves on exactly what to do. And I'm saying that because when you talk about the land and, and what to do on the land when, when it's time to occupy it, it's so cost efficient to build to build self-sustaining eco-friendly or whatever the fuck you want to call it green houses and shit like that mm-hmm. it's easy as fuck to build a tiny house or a dwarf house and this I have, I have some you know contracting experience and stuff like that but very minimal compared to people I know you know I haven't been to trade school but I know a lot of shit a little bit about a lot of shit and so just with those skills alone if there's X amount of us who are able to contribute at least a, a basic level of information on how to do shit it's so much that we can build this ain't it, it, we ain't having to reinvent the wheel. Facts. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're stepping out of the information age into the new age. And so all the information that we've gotten in this age, we bring that shit into the new age and use that shit for our, for our betterment. Like John Henry Clark said, whatever it is that you do, do that shit for your people. Whatever it is that you do best. If you got the gift of gab, then use that shit to, to speak to our people. If you got the fuck, if, you, if you're good with your hands, create something that's... that's that's going to uplift and help our people. And so everybody that got these little skills here and there, bring that shit to the forefront, man, so we can do something that, that don't have nothing to do with the life that we know. So we can build the life that we know we need and deserve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Gosh. And so I, I feel like I feel like it's a no brainer. I feel like it's a no brainer. Like I, when I think about the land and what to do with the land, as long as that shit is fertile, it's a wrap. It's a fucking wrap. What the fuck? I would if it was just me. And you, you said it earlier, Raymond. When you said that shit, I was I was cheering on the inside. I was like, hey, because that's how I feel. If I was on a desert fucking island by myself with some castaway shit, and only I had the land, come back in ten years. Come back in 10 years and I'll show you what the fuck I built and created with that shit. You gonna think you on Wakanda, nigga. <laughs> right. Straight yes. up. And that's, and that's what all of us have as individuals. So collectively, please, please, this shit is easy. This shit easy. Let's just, let's just get the monetary side of it together. Facts. Jordy's Ma over here on uh, IG. I got you. Just, just, just keep rocking with us. Um, Focus, it, we, we've all had to go through that, keeping our focus. I got you. The other thing is this, uh, remember this, because my um, the, the Facebook family, my computer's about to die. Uh, remember this. So if you were in power, if you were in power, what would you do? You want people to depend on you. You want people to be a slave. See, we got to think like our enemy. And I know that's hard to do because we're not diabolical. Um, but... If we're in a position of power and smile, I see you. Um, the two things, if let's say I'm in a position of power, um, it's me by myself. So obviously I can be easily overtaken if it's me by myself, no matter how strong I might think I am, um, I can be overtaken. So the first things that they do is they control the finances, they control the economics, the resources, because now if that is controlled, now people have to be dependent. But even before I get in that position, I'm going to create the army of trained killers. Because I need that protection, right? So when you look at when you look at what they've done, the system that they've set up, they've gotten the army. The reason I use the terminology warrior and not soldier, because a soldier can be bought and sold. Soldiers commit treason all the time. Warriors are having allegiance to their tribe. Yeah, warriors have an allegiance to their tribe. They can't be bought and sold. A warrior is going to do what is necessary for his people. That's the allegiance to the, that, to the blood. That's the allegiance that he's made with the ancestors and to the universe. Soldiers get bought and sold every day. So they create soldiers, but the allegiance from the soldiers comes from the fact that this is the person who feeds me. So the person who feeds me, yes, I go out because the soldier recognizes that he's not that smart. The general in the army recognizes that the soldier is not that smart. That's why they bring you in. They break you down. They want to get you as young as possible, because what do we do with babies when they're young? We pour into them. We pour into them. The general does the same thing. In boot camp, they pour into you, they break you down, and they rebuild you into the structure that they want you to be. And so you become used to taking orders. So you're going to do whatever the person who is feeding you sends you out to do. And if that person sends you out to collect resources, you're going to bring those resources back, and those resources are going to be controlled. And so when we think in terms of how this structure was set up, they got the army they got the military structure set up. When we talk about the pyramid, that's what we're talking about. The fake religion that comes out of the Vatican that they've 
hypnotize the world with that bullshit and then put this this cracker up here called a pope who actually gets on his knees and sucks the cock of the black man and prays to the black Madonna. They put him in a position to hypnotize the world into this fake religiosity. The city of London is where they keep the economics. That's where that bitch has all that gold that she stole, that her ancestors stole from Amexum or Africa. They keep that in those vaults over there. So you got the religious part, the Vatican, you got the, 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 the financial hub, which is the city of London. And then you got Washington, D.C., which is the military for the world. Well, Washington, D.C. is falling. We're seeing it crumbling right before our eyes. There's a new group stepping up, and that's China. But it's still the same mechanism is to control the army, to send the army out to do my work. The army is the key. The military is the key. So we have to keep that in mind. The military is the key. You create a military of killers. That's what we're up against. And hopefully some of them got some flip in them. Hopefully some of them recognize the, the wool, the game that's been pulled on them. When they do recognize it, they need to shut the hell up because when that's found out that they recognize, they're usually offed. They kill them. They come up missing. This is power plays. This is why I feel like we need to, instead of like, instead of the whole idea of being the scoop that sat by the door, we need to be the scoop on the stoop. And instead of infiltrating these fucking CIA and all that type of shit, we need to be infiltrating our fucking neighborhoods, infiltrate the, infiltrate the niggas that's on the corner. You know what I'm saying? Go up in there and then ease your way into the group. And whatever fucking way, and drop some fucking tools on these dudes and inspire them niggas to do what we need to be doing. We spending too much fucking energy on the enemy. Yeah. It's too, it's, it's too much of that shit. Like, like honestly, I think do. about what the fuck, think about what the women was just saying in that, in that room, yo. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but... You don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you.
Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTW tube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to otwtube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.